0: mm with another Baino episode of the Lucy Show. Today, we are going to be talking about Rivalry Week. The college football rivalry week is over, so we're going to talk about some of the big rivalry matches that went on. I'm so excited to talk about this to you guys, and I hope you guys are excited to hear it. So... Let's cut right into it. Okay, so the first game we saw in, so we got a couple games we saw in rivalry. I'm going to go over some. We had Iowa versus Nebraska. Iowa won. Then we have Oklahoma TCU. 13 seated Oklahoma Sooners faced the TCU Horn Frogs. That's going ended in 69-45 in favor of Oklahoma. Oh on. We have the Battle of Texas. Texas, 17. Texas facing offers. Texas, te- Texas, 157.7. Then we have Penn State, Michigan State. Penn State be Mich- Michigan 42 to nothing. That's a good win for 11 team. Penn State. And then we have the Battle of Oregon teams. Now, let me tell you, both Oregon State and Oregon are ranked. So and see what's going on. Oregon did beat Oregon State 31 to seven. So let's go and move on to Saturday, So, I got a couple games we're going to talk about, which is key. Um, Louisville, Kentucky. Kentucky upset 10-seeded. Louisville, 38-31. LSU beat Texas A. And I'm 42-10. So, that's all we're going to go right now. And we're going to go into the first game that I'm going to break down. Northwestern, be Illinois 5-43. Let's go into the first game. Carter's going to break down. Let me stand for this because I might get... It's going to be scary because you never know what's going to happen, guys. Okay, in the first game, we had Alabama-Auburn. Eight-seeded Alabama facing Auburn. How is this one going to turn out, little C? Well, I will tell you. Auburn lost. Okay, so let's go. It's 2024. Let's take it to the 32nd mark. So get in your mind they were at Auburn. (laughs) Kind of think of what Auburn's field would look like. Get in the mind. Alabama. So, right now it's 2024. Alabama threw a deep pass. It was a 31 yard t- touchdown. Now, you should have seen this. If you're watching the game, you know what I was talking about. He caught it, but at first I did not think he caught it, but he caught it. He got his foot in at the last second. Which is, he is Jay Millwall. So Jalen Millwall, white, right? he was coming. He was, he was coming down the field, white. Right? He was at the back of the end zone. Auburn player, white right on him. Boom, snakes it in. He's right next to the pylon. Boom, puts that foot in, goes out of bounds. You have a touchdown for you, Jalen Millwall. Sorry, that was not Jalen Millwall. So that was Isaiah Bond that color it. So Jalen Millwall, white. Right? Got him. He's flowing. He's your quarterback. Boom. Hits Isaiah Bond. Sees him running. I forgot what wild it was. But boom, just hit him in the back of the end zone. Now Jalen Milwaukee, Alabama, you have a quarterback in Jalen Milwaukee. You have a quarterback because the pass he made was tremendous. Now Isaiah Bond was guarded, right? He was He was close to the Auburn defender. And this way, I think, why would Jalen Miller pick him? He knew he could trust him for what he did. He knew that he could trust Isaiah Bond to catch that. And boom, Isaiah Bond brought it in. And that's where you look. That's a player that's under the radar. That's a player, Isaiah Bond. Where you could really, this is his second year. So, this is where the next two years you could really see him progress into that good wide receiver that Auburn needs. I mean, Alabama. Alabama kind of struggles. Jerry Mirro, this is his third year. He has one more year left unless he decides to go draft. This is where Alabama, you guys have a good wide receiver and a good quarterback. Now that pass from Jay Romero, from, he was behind Bryce Young, so yeah, he was behind Bryce Young. He didn't have a lot, but to make that flow, that's where if you think you're Alabama, boom, you have a quarterback out of Jay Romero and Isaiah Bond, boom. Let's head to the second, second game. Oh! Here's another game. Washington, Washington State. Washington beat Washington State 24-21. No one said it was going to be easy that game. Washington State was close. And then we have Florida State. Florida 24-15. Florida State. Number one, Georgia beats number unranked. Um, Georgia Tech 30 one Now let's head to the next game. Wisconsin, Minnesota. So I'm... So we look, all right, Minnesota is (laughs) a 14-7 14-7 with four minutes left in the second quarter. So it's tied 14-14. Right? Minnesota got the first touchdown. They're coming off hard. They're coming off of some good touchdowns. And Wisconsin, the third quarter, just blows away. This is where you have to think. Luke Fickle had to do something with that Wisconsin team to make them do that. In the locker room, Luke Fickle had to say something. Because they scored two touchdowns in the third quarter to make it 28-14. Tanner Mordecai had to have got talked to and the wide receiver call to make that happen. Brayman Allen had to get talked to. Because that offense can be good. Wisconsin's offense could be one of the best offenses in all of college football if if some of their guys step up. Right? So this is where some of you... Tiana Mordecai's been playing for six years. How is that possible? Well, he's probably going to go. But you got some good guys who are, can come into Wisconsin, some new guys who could get a new quarterback, because I'm pretty sure Tiana Mordecai's leaving. He's played six years of college football. So you got some good wide receivers that could come up. You got some good runners. You got Brayman Allen. You got you got Duggan. You got some other players and this is where if you're Wisconsin, if you're Luke Fickle, know that your team is young. And this is where you can go later in seasons against good teams. Let's say you're facing Ohio State. Let's say you're facing Penn State, Iowa. Those good teams you can beat. Because let me tell you, some of those teams' coaching is not good. They could have beat Ohio State if their offense stepped up, and their offense did not. But their offense did step up against Minnesota. And this is where if you're Wisconsin, you're most likely going to play a bowl game. And seven and five, you're most likely playing a bowl game. This is where step up in your bowl game. Tell those younger guys step up. Because this is where Wisconsin next year can be good teams with those young guys coming in, and you're going to keep just having young guys. This is where Wisconsin's young guys can step up. And that's what they showed against Minnesota. They never backed down. They never backed down when they were down. And look at where they came. Their defense was stopping. Wisconsin could have beat teams like Iowa, Penn State, I'm pretty sure they played. Right? Wisconsin could have beat Iowa. They could have beat Washington State. They could have beat Indiana. They could have beat Northwestern. They could have beat Ohio State if their guys stepped up. And this is where we are talking. Wisconsin could be undefeated if, they, if their offense and defense stepped up. I predicted Wisconsin to just have one loss because I knew that they could be good. Now let's go to Alaska. This is the last game where there might be a lot of screaming and yelling. So be ready, let me find it. But just like I said, Wisconsin, step up. Ohio State, Michigan. Let me tell you, this was disappointing for me. Boom. Rushing touchdown. Michigan scores. Ohio State scores on field goal. 7-3. Boom. Michigan scores. 14 free Boom. Ohio State scores. 10-14. Boom. Michigan kicks a field goal. 17-10. Boom. Ohio State scores, 17-17. Michigan scores, 17-24. Michigan scores a field goal, 17-27. Ohio State scores, 24-27. And then field goal by Michigan to make it 24-30. That was your final. But let's talk about this. Your last drive, what was your play call doing? Because we know why and they didn't do anything. You know why? Here's why. You had a good drive. You were set up. Just get in the field goal range. And you call a bad play where well, it's an interception. Michigan intercepted it to win the game, right? Here's the thing Michigan didn't intercept it. It bounced on the ground, and then the guy got it. And this is where you tell there was late contact. The refs didn't call anything. They called unsportsmanlike conduct on Michigan for celebrating. This is where if you're the if you're lying, they step up, say hey, late contact. Say hey, he didn't catch it. No, what is he doing? He's all mad and looking away because he because you just had. Kyle McCord for an interception. Let's talk about half of Ohio State couldn't catch. This rivalry, Ohio State talks about from day one, they are practicing. Why can't your guys catch? Why and they were so focused? And this is where Ohio State should have lost to Wisconsin. They should have lost to Penn State. I'm pretty sure they played Penn State. They. They should, they should, Wisconsin, Ohio State should not have one loss. They should have lost to Wisconsin. They should have lost to Penn State. They should have lost to Notre Dame. Because Ohio State can't prove that they are good enough to hang with the top teams. You are Owen in versus Michigan. And that's Ryan Day. It's all Wine Day. Ryan Day can't beat top 25 teams. Oh, he beat Notre Dame. He beat Penn State. Okay, show me a better team. Show me top five teams because you can't beat them. You can't beat any top five teams. Ohio State used to be good versus Michigan. And what do they do? They lose because of Ryan Day. Ryan Day should be fired. And this way, if you're an Ohio State fan watch out because you better not hope Ryan Day comes crawling back in because he's 0-3 Michigan and let me tell you it's going to get worse Michigan doesn't even have Jim Harbaugh and they still lose and Ohio State still loses what does that tell you Ohio State can't be the top 5 team They can't. They should have lost to Wisconsin, should have lost to Penn State. They should have, like, they should have four losses. They deserve to have four losses, Ohio State. They deserve to have four losses. Michigan also does. Michigan deserves to lose to Maryland. Michigan deserves to lose to Penn State. But no, they didn't. Those were the games where Jim Harbaugh was out. And they should have lost. But guess what? Those other teams can't beat Michigan. You can't beat Michigan when you have Jim Harbaugh. You ain't going to beat Michigan when they do. Because they didn't have Jim Harbaugh. Like Penn State, swing 10th, okay? And they still lost. This is what I am telling you. Teams who pay, play Michigan can't beat them. But let me tell you, Iowa Is beating Michigan. Michigan, yeah, they can make it into the college football playoffs, but they are losing first round because there are other teams that deserve it more than Michigan. Right? Ohio State deserves to lose more than four, more than one game because they can't play. And that is something you're going to see late in the playoffs. Right? You had the Iron Ball, the Paul Bunyan Axe game, you had the rivalry game. This is what I'm telling you. Your top teams, these top teams can't hang versus other top teams. And let me tell you why. They cannot hang because their coaches get too under pressure because they are facing top teams. Michigan lost to TCU. Let me tell you why. Here's why they couldn't steal TCU signs because Michigan was sign steering. And now all these Michigan fans and fans who aren't Michigan are defending them, saying that's legal. See, that's why they lost to like teams like TCU. If they lose the teams who aren't in the conference, they're going to... If Michigan loses, it's the teams who aren't in the conference because they can't sign steal. So let's calm it down. So thank you so much, guys, for listening to the Little Sea Show. Make sure to check out our friends at the captain's corner. They have a great podcast. Should I add someone for the next one? I was going to add my dad. But I'm not. I didn't. So we're going to be on the 13th episode next week. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Maybe something fun. Maybe baseball. I don't know. Basketball. Whatever. College basketball. Whatever we want to talk about. Make sure to share this before your friends, family, everyone, so this podcast can grow. Thank everyone for watching. And thank everyone. But remember, God bless. Peace, Lucy. Out.